welcome to this Diversity and Inclusivity Finance Forum podcast. Working for difference, making business better and fairer. The DIFF series of podcasts is aimed at helping people from underrepresented groups get into and get on in the mortgage and protection industry. And to help everyone understand why genuinely prioritizing diversity is good for all of us individually, good for your business, and good for the mortgage market as a whole. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals participating and not necessarily of their respective companies, either past or present. Hello and welcome to another Diversity and Inclusivity Finance Forum podcast. My name is David Ajay-Bawa, Marketing Executive at Mortgage Solutions. On today's agenda, we will be looking at the impact of age on those developing a career within the mortgage industry. Stereotypes and unconscious bias are an unfortunate inevitability in life and specifically within the workplace. When considering ageism, we often think about this from the prism of older generations being negatively impacted. However, millennials who are categorised as being born between 1981 and 1997, and Gen Z who are categorised as being born between 1997 and 2012, also have significant hurdles to overcome in this regard. Throughout history, there has often been an underlying negative attitude of the kids these days towards younger generations. And this can rear itself in the workplace with negative assumptions being made on commitment, mental resilience and competency, amongst other things. In an industry such as this, where less than 20% of the workforce is under 30, we will look at if we are doing enough to challenge these ways of thinking and encourage this diversity in the workplace. Kindly joining me today to discuss this is Sabrine Uledihil, Marketing Executive at Bluestone Mortgages and Taylor Osancido, Business Development Manager at Alternative Bridging Corporation. They each have a different story to tell about how they entered the market what barriers have been presented to them because of their age and also the ways in which their age has aided them along their journeys. We will aim to provide some insight into what we believe can be done to attract younger talent into the space and ensure that age is not a barrier to those within financial services. So Sabrine, could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey entering the mortgage industry? I actually fell into the financial industry I originally started my working career in aviation. I studied aviation management at uni and I was working in Heathrow Airport for three years and then COVID came around and I got made redundant. So I really enjoyed aviation and it was great and it was fast paced and dynamic, but I decided to go back to uni and do a master's degree in marketing because I've always had an interest in it and I felt like it was also quite creative and challenging. So then I graduated in 2021 and then I got my first ever corporate job in a telecoms company and whilst it was great it didn't really allow me to apply the knowledge that I had just gained from my master's degree so after about six months I got a call from a recruiter with the job offer from Bluestone and I decided to go for it. Thanks Sabrine it's interesting to hear your perspective as someone in a more internal role so Taylor as someone in a more directly client-facing role Please share your story and how you got to where you are today. So I started my working career in insurance sales, which isn't what I wanted to do. I finished university, I'd had a sports therapy degree, but I was more interested in going into a property role. An opportunity came up at Alternative Bridging for me to sort of work my way up from a case manager to a BDM. 
I, I wanted to stay in a sales role. So yeah, I started as a case manager, worked my way up to an internal BDM. And now I am a BDM, have been for the last couple of years. And I've been at Alternative Bridge for five years now. It's funny, we all seemingly ended up in this space almost by accident. But do you think that financial services and in particular the mortgage market makes itself accessible to younger professionals? There's an idea that due to a lack of financial literacy, industries such as ours often overlook younger candidates, but also that younger candidates may feel that the mortgage industry is one which is less viable. As of last year, a U-Switch study showed that less than 12% of mortgage owners in the UK were under the age of 35. So the percentage of those under 30 would be even smaller. What are your thoughts on this? So I think maybe it's due to the lack of understanding of mortgages. So a lot of people don't really understand mortgages until they need one. And as you said, the average age of a first time buyer is sort of 35, mid 30. So it just comes down to the understanding. I think also a lot of people probably think they need some sort of finance degree to go into this industry, which isn't the case. I think the industry has a stigma that it's quite complex and overwhelming. And also the fact that it's not really taught in schools or university. It's not something that people are made aware of. It's not something that young people particularly talk about until they need one, as I said. So I think that could be the reason why it doesn't seem as viable. What is good about the industry that there are so many different career paths that you can take, for example, a sales role or an underwriting, it could be a broker, going to marketing. So they all play a vital role in the mortgage process. So I think there's a lot of options for people these days. And Sabrine, what are your thoughts on the notion that the mortgage industry and financial services seem slightly less viable to younger professionals? I agree with what Taylor said. Like growing up in school, you're not really taught about mortgages and being from an ethnic background, even growing up, like our parents didn't have mortgages. My friend's parents didn't have mortgages. It just wasn't something that was really spoken about. I'm 26 now and we're only just starting to speak about mortgages within my friend group and yet we've still got a long way before we get there. So I can see why there is that lack of understanding. That's a good point, Sabrine. That makes sense because it can be argued that financial literacy is something we don't become more proficient in until later on in our lives and our careers. And so some could argue that makes an immediate barrier for a younger professional entering the mortgage market because mortgages isn't an area that any of us really know much about in comparison to other industries that you may have a better grasp of. Taylor, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just think it comes down to educating the younger people about the options that they have. It doesn't necessarily have to be a mortgage either. There's, there's other options like, for example, bridging finance, which is the field that I'm in. And there's also a stigma around to get a mortgage, you need a significant amount of income or a significant amount of deposit. To a degree, that's true. But I feel like if you educate yourself about the other options and exploring other options, there are sort of opportunities for you to maybe get on the, the property ladder, whether that's for your own personal property or an investment. So yeah, I think it just comes down to educating younger people about their options. That's a great point. And Sabrine, if I turn it over to you, what are your thoughts on this in terms of what can be done in relation to education to help encourage younger people get into mortgages and the financial services? I completely agree. I do think it is starting to change with the likes of TikTok, YouTube. These things are becoming more common, more spoken about. People are sharing their experiences online. But I do still think that the duty is on the financial industry. So within Bluestone Mortgages, we've actually spoken about working with universities and schools to go in and educate students about mortgages and what it means and how you can prepare yourself for the future. 
And so following on from that, there are obviously many negative stereotypes and misconceptions that younger people and employees can often face. A personal example that comes to mind was when in one of my first roles, an older colleague told me how he felt kids my age were soft as we were overly reliant on the internet. Are there any misconceptions you've experienced in your career so far? Or what do you think are some of the most prominent misconceptions on younger employees and younger people in general? So for me, being in marketing especially, I've not really had this in my current job. I'm quite lucky that we have a small marketing team and we work quite closely with the sales team. But in previous roles, we've been told that we're lazy. Marketing team is all just fun and games. When really, I don't think that's the case. I think we're more adaptive. We know how to stay on trend and come up with these fresh and fun ideas that actually keep us ahead of the game and not behind. Thanks. And Taylor, what are your thoughts on some of the stereotypes and misconceptions that you may have faced? So I do think there may be some misconceptions. For example, the elder generation may think that younger people are lazy, whereas I think we're probably more resourceful, more adaptable to change as well. For example, during COVID, I think younger people were probably able to adapt quicker just because we were more tech savvy and we had the resources available to us. Those are some great points. And following on from that, I'm intrigued to know as to what challenges do you think you faced as a consequence of your age within this industry and how have you both tried to overcome them? So the few challenges that I'd say I'd faced as a young salesman speaking to brokers who are typically sort of 40 plus is that they may not take you as seriously and I feel like you have to prove yourself more to these brokers and to the people that are in higher positions. I do think the mortgage industry is diverse in terms of like ethnicity and race. However, I do think it's mainly male dominated. And as I said, the typically age is 40 plus. So what really helped me was shadowing one of the BDMs when I first started, who was a similar age to who I am now and of a similar race. So it, it gave me the opportunity to shadow him and know that it was attainable. And Sabrina, as a young female entering the mortgage industry, I can imagine there's certain challenges you've also had to face. Would you be able to share some of those with us as well? So for me, working in marketing, you do have to come up with quite a lot of fresh ideas. And these can be inspired from things that are quite current and on trend, which are deemed more young. And so when you're bringing these ideas to a lot of older males in senior positions, that can be quite daunting because you do know that there might be a bit of hesitancy to change and to take that risk. But when they do take a chance on that risk, it can be really rewarding because the financial industry, whilst regulated, can also be fun, I believe. And again, on a more personal level, how do you both feel your youth has been able to directly benefit you within your roles and also your employers? Sabrina, I can imagine as we're both working in marketing that we would share some of the same experiences. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it follows on from my previous point. Whilst it is a challenge to bring those fun and creative ideas to the financial industry, it is so very rewarding once you do execute them and they succeed. And I'm quite lucky at Bluestone, I am quite supported in that a lot of the ideas that I want to push are supported. And so seeing that change, I mean, if you look at Bluestone social media, for example, it has quite a young, fun voice whilst also being professional and providing that value that the brokers need. So. I do think bridging the gap between the young, fun, whilst also serious and professional and older advice is the way to go. And Taylor, how about you? How do you think your youth has been able to benefit you within your role as a BDM? So when I first started in the industry, I was on sort of a steep learning curve. I didn't know much about bridging development mortgages. So I think 
being young obviously was on my side. I was able to learn. I was keen, hungry, and eager to progress my career really. So I think being young also you've got a point to prove. And as you know, obviously very few people in their early twenties are financially not comfortable. So you're always keen to progress. So it's good to have that balance in the office. And similarly, following on from that question, I'm interested to know what you guys feel are some of the largest benefits of intergenerational teams within your organizations, but also the industry as a whole. An example for myself is that, as was touched on previously, entering the mortgage industry, I didn't have much knowledge of the industry. And so I was able to lean on some of my older colleagues who were able to share experience with me and also simple things such as product knowledge. I know Taylor yourself working with Alternative Bridging Corporation. As I entered the industry initially, I wouldn't have been aware as to what a bridging loan was. And so leaning on those older colleagues for that information has been really, really helpful for myself. What are some of the things you guys feel have been the biggest benefits? So I've said it's really important to have more experienced colleagues. It's really helped me on my career progression, asking people sort of the more technical things within the industry and just having that sort of support from them when things are a little bit more complicated, particularly in like sort of development finance. So we're lucky to have a team where we've got multiple people that have been in the industry over 40, 50 years. So on the flip side, obviously you need those younger people to keep the ideas fresh, to keep more of an open mind and sort of help improve maybe in processes and be the sort of up and coming face of the business. What's really helpful having more experienced people in the office because they've been in the business for so long, they're able to see trends in the market and maybe take a more pragmatic approach to lending. And it's really helpful because obviously as a lender, we want to try and be ahead of the curve as much as possible. No one can absolutely predict what's going to happen. But for those who have been in the industry for that long, are able to stay ahead of the game. And Sabrine, how do you think intergenerational teams has been of benefit to you at Bluestone? I completely agree with Taylor. I mean, to me in marketing as well, it's really helpful to have the more experienced team members in the office so that they can help me co-create some of the marketing campaigns and add that real value and product knowledge to my marketing content. Yeah, some of the brokers that have been in the industry for a while may prefer to deal with someone younger like myself because we are more tech savvy. We get the job done quicker. We're keen to get the business done. Maybe the more experienced BDMs might be set, stuck in their ways and have an old fashioned way of doing things. And as I think as the industry is progressing, I think it's always good to have the balance. Since beginning my professional career, the idea of mentorship has been stressed as something hugely helpful. I've been fortunate that since working in the mortgage industry, I've had different mentors who have been able to aid me in my development. Were you guys aware of any schemes out there? And how else can younger mortgage professionals aid each other on their journeys? There's a working in mortgages scheme, which could be really beneficial for those that are looking to get in the industry or those that are in the industry and looking for that guidance. I think mentorship, it generally is a really important thing. As I said earlier, personally, it's it's been really helpful for my progression. The shadowing, the other BDMs, more senior BDMs, it gave me great confidence and it's enabled me to apply some of the things I learned in my role today. So I know there are plenty of schemes out there, but that's the one that springs to mind. So were you aware of any schemes out there and how else can younger mortgage professionals aid each other on their journeys? 
Yeah, I know there's one called the Women in Banking and Finance Scheme, which is particularly helpful for women like me, especially being young, as there's not that much female representation within the financial industry. So it's great to have a space where you can learn and grow from someone who you can relate to and learn from. We recently joined the Shawbrook Group and they also have a really great mentoring program where you're able to match yourself to a mentor who's in a much more senior position to yourself or you can also become a mentor, which I also think is great because it goes both ways no matter what you are, a mentor or a mentee, you can learn and grow from. So I think these mentorship programs are highly beneficial, especially within the finance industry as things are always changing, you're always learning to grow. And again, being... A young female within this industry I think these mentorship programs are so great as often there is this glass ceiling that is perceived by a lot of young women like myself and knowing that these professionals are out there who've done exceedingly well is so inspiring and it allows you to push yourself to grow and to excel within your own career. Thanks Sabrine and I know that Women in Banking and Finance is a scheme doing excellent work. Did you want to share any other schemes that may be happening internally? Yeah, of course. Like I mentioned, Shawbrook does have the mentorship scheme, but more so than that, I'm really quite fortunate that at Bluestone, we have quite a young and diverse leadership team. For example, there's one colleague who is the head of business development, Neve Downey, and she's had a really impressive career journey, lots of growth in such a short amount of time. And she's also really quite young and I find that so inspiring. She's super wonderful and helps me whenever I need help within my career. And that allows me to know that I can push myself to certain levels and grow and exceed in my career just the same way she has. There is no glass ceiling. If she can do it, I can do it. And that's the kind of ethos we wanna spread within the company and across finance in general. It's positive that Bluestone are doing such good work. So Taylor, if I bring it back over to you, what do you think is the importance of networking for younger professionals within financial services and mortgages? Yeah, I think networking events are really important, especially if you're young and trying to get your name out there and uh, meeting new people in different sort of roles and different sectors within the industry. So yeah, my advice would definitely for a younger person who's starting out in the industry would be to get to as many of these networking events as possible. And also just touching on the mentorship thing, there's something that you may find your mentor within these networking events. I also think at the shows, the property finance shows as well, there's always sort of a guest speaker and and things like that, that can look to sort of inspire you. They may be on a similar journey as you're going on now. So it's always helpful. Yeah. And just to add to that, I also attend the diff events and I find that that's the case with a lot of these events. There's always someone so inspiring who teaches us a lot about career growth, progression, diversity within the finance space. And that's always so, so helpful. You can always learn something. And I find that with these things, you're exposed to unrepresented topics that you wouldn't necessarily come across in your day-to-day careers or jobs or lives. So for example, the most recent one we did was about social mobility. And I found that to be super interesting because it isn't something that's talked about enough. On behalf of DIFF, I'd like to say thank you, Sabrine. We really appreciate that. And so going back full circle on today's topic, I mentioned previously that the Amy DNI report from a few years ago indicated that under 20% of those working within the mortgage industry were under the age of 30. In addition to that, KPMG UK has found that poor reputation amongst 18 to 34 year olds is having a severe effect on the financial services talent pool. Outside the sector, 65% of people said they would not consider a job working in financial services. 
The main reasons for this was that financial services was perceived as boring and also due to a lack of social mobility. Nevertheless, 87% of those working within the sector say that they like their jobs, which is higher than the national average. So guys, what do you think can be done to attract younger talent into the mortgage industry? And what support can be given to help retain them? Perhaps you have two or three top tips. So I think it's really important to collaborate with educational institutions. For example, partnering with like universities and colleges to promote that the mortgage industry is a viable career option. So they could do sort of offering internships or even sponsoring events or hosting sort of workshops or educational sessions about the industry. I think that just helps engage students and showcase the industry's potentials. You could even say, listen to this podcast, could give them an insight as to to what their options are and maybe give them a little bit of advice as to how to pursue the career. I also think that offering a flexible working work-life balance, I think we're now in a day and an age where flexible working arrangements is really important. So having the options maybe to work remotely or have flexible hours, that may attract younger individuals to take that step. It's funny you say that because I was reading the other day that millennials placing higher importance on job satisfaction can be negative for the finance industry because it's long had a hold over graduates by enticing them with the allure of money. So Sabrine, following on from Taylor's point, what else do you think can be done to help bring in new talent and keep them within this industry and space? Yeah, I think it goes back to a lot of the topics that we touched on, like having a diverse leadership team. I think that's really important for younger people to be able to see themselves grow into those positions. And I think it's really important to create an inclusive environment. I can give you an example. When I first started at Bluestone, there is this huge drinking culture within the finance industry. And as a Muslim, I don't drink. And this was something that my manager had picked up on and he'd asked me why I don't really attend social activities. He said, you know, is it because you don't drink? And I said, yeah, I don't really fancy standing in a pub with a Sprite. And so he actually took that on board and decided to change those social activities into physical activities, you know, things like darts. We've done axe throwing to be more inclusive so that I can also come along and enjoy myself instead of feeling uncomfortable. So I think those kind of things are very, very important. And in addition to that, I'm quite fortunate that our CEO is very supportive of diversity and inclusivity. So when I first joined Bluestone, I actually asked if I could share the festivities of Eid and he was very on board with that and it was very well received. And so from there onwards, I kind of initiated this diversity program where we celebrated other religious holidays and things like International Women's Day and Pride. And off the back of that, we would actually ask for feedback to see where we could improve and make the workplace more inclusive. And it wasn't just a checkbox thing. It was a thing where we actually sat down, looked at the feedback and tried to implement as many things as we possibly could. And I really appreciate the support from my CEO in doing that. And some of the things that have come from that are things like having menstrual products for women in the bathrooms, having a prayer room in the office for people of any faith to be able to take a moment to pray or even just have a meditation space. And that is so important because it makes you feel valued and appreciated as an employee and it makes you want to stay within the company. 
So I definitely agree with you, Sabrina. And Taylor, did you have anything else to add on? Yeah, I think the company culture is really important to have. It makes you want to work harder. It makes you bring out the best in yourself if the company culture is good. And there's nothing worse than coming into work and not enjoying the place that you work. I think adding to that from a marketing perspective, I will say it's really important that you display that culture online on social media because the first thing an employee is going to do is search for that company on LinkedIn when they are applying or they got the call from the recruiter. So if they don't see a positive company culture online, it does tend to put people off. Just to link it back to having like an intergenerational team, I think if you're stepping into a company as a young person, it is one of the main things that you look at. Am I going to fit into this company? Am I going to be able to work alongside these people? So I think that's also linked into that point that we discussed earlier. I definitely agree with those points. And I'd like to conclude by thanking you both for joining me this afternoon. It's been a pleasure speaking to you and taking a deeper look at the issue of age within the mortgage industry. Ultimately, it benefits all of us to continue striving for intergenerational diversity. And hopefully we've left you with some takeaways. Thanks for listening. And we hope to see you next time. If you have enjoyed this episode and want diversity and inclusion to have as wide an audience as possible, Make sure you share with your friends and colleagues and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.